thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and as always, it gives me great pleasure to introduce the co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. He is the hero of hair. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. <laughs> I was thinking, what's he going to say this time around? Oh, I love it. Hi, legend. A split, second, a split second before I introduced you, I had no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> thinking, all right, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? I know where you're going with it, though. Yeah, you do know. And before we introduce our wonderful guest for today, it is important to recognize that this wonderful episode of 100 Not Out proudly brought to you by our 2018 longevity experience on the Greek island known as the island where people forget to die. It is the Greek island of Ikaria. We are there from June 25 to July 4 for the 10-day life-changing experience. To join us for all the details, go to 100notout.com. Now, Damon. Hey, 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 Peter. Yes, go on, go on. Don't tell can me the news. Talk about, can we talk about that uh, that news about your career yet? Don't give – no. Just wait till we're off air. Stop <laughs> pressing my buttons. I have no idea what you're going to tell me. You want to tell everyone else before you tell me. You'll have some crazy idea. You'll have some crazy impossible idea because you're the most visionary man I've probably met. You'll have some vision that is completely unrealistic and you'll promise it to the world and then we'll have to say on air that it can't be done. And then It's going to happen. Anyway, I look forward to your vision at the end of this call. Now, Damo, (laughs) there is a woman on Instagram Mm -hmm. who is updating her tribe every few days of the grey hair that is overtaking mm. her coloured hair. <laughs> and here's what's remarkable and inspiring and just legendary. She is not doing anything about the grey hair. Well, you know what's remarkable mm. is that the nature is taking over the, uh, the coloured red hair that this girl actually used to have. This is remarkable. This is nature taking its course. Nature. Right? It's powerful. Carly Nimmo is letting it grow out. She is fully embracing her grey hair. This is not a joke. We are 100% onto it here. Our eyes are not deceiving it. This is a full-blown acceptance of the passage of time. And Carly Nimmo, a fellow podcaster, she's hosting Carlosophy. She's hosting Keeping Good Company. Carly is a professional voiceover artist, a business, a life mentor, a neighbour of mine up here in the Northern Rivers region of Australia. She is joining us on 100 Not Out for the first time to discuss the perils and the gifts of going grey and how she's come to embrace what it means to age gracefully. Carly Nimmo, a very warm welcome to 100 Not Out. Thank you. I thought I was going to have to ding, ding, ding you guys before for the <laughs> online argument. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, PC gets pretty fired up these days. I think he's getting old. Carly, if you have heard how many times <laughs> Damo throws me under a bus on air... <laughs> It is. It's 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 nigh on disgusting how I'm treated on this podcast. Oh, listen to these. Listen so to I've these. had enough. I am oh. putting my fist on the desk and saying enough. So if you have to ring the bell, Carly, halfway through this interview, I understand. I'll see how we go. Mm. Yeah. I'll be the timekeeper. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, you got a good voice, Carly. I like it. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. You should use it. 
Hey, Carly. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, uh, we started this Hunter Not Out podcast journey because I was a bit fearful of ageing. I recognised that my hair was falling out fast. I never really had a chance to go grey. Um, actually, recently I noticed a grey hair, um, but it was not on my head. It was on my shoulders. And uh, and that's obviously even more of a concern as a man that's ageing. But you're, um, you're going grey and you're kind of embracing it. What's, what's the story there? It's not common. No, and it's been I, – I got my first grey hair when I was maybe 15 or 16 years old and I've just recently turned 40. So it's been a long time coming. I've been colouring my hair with toxic chemicals for 25 years. I think it's like time to, yeah, just embrace the grey. So I'm bored – I'm bored of colouring it and I've been, I've done all the colours, you know, I've been brown, well, not not all the colours, brown, black and then bright red for a bit of fun before, that was always going to be a bit of fun before I went grey mm. and then I just got sick of it. It's really high maintenance to have to, you know, colour your hair with red shampoo, go to the hairdressers every three weeks to have your roots done. It's exhausting and expensive and... Yeah, I just I just want to be free to swim in the pool without having to worry about looking like a red icy pole has dripped all over me. Or, or your hair going green because you've used too much peroxide. Exactly. So you can't just wash those greys right out of your hair like that ad? <laughs> what happens when you no. wash the grey away? <laughs> yeah. yeah, then you're bald, and that would be more that would be more difficult to deal with as a woman. I think it's a hit. It's a head Yeah, head yeah. And, you know, that could have been a solution that I went down, shaving my head. Plenty of women take that approach. Sinead O'Connor? But I, Sinead. I, yeah, yeah. Sinead and and he, heaps of women that I know have just gone the, you know, they've waited till their hair's like a centimetre long and then they've just shaved it all off. And it looks really great on them, but I've got a round head like Bert Newton. <laughs> it just would not look good on me. <laughs> I can tell this is going to be a giggle fest. All right, so um, Carly, I want to know. Um, my question is actually, how much have you resisted this? Hold, but hold on to your beanie here, Carly, because yeah. this could take you forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I'm assuming you've resisted it. So I want to know how long have you resisted this? Because I'm guessing you've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah, I've been thinking of it for at least the last ten years, which is how wow. all good things. It's like my incubation period. <laughs> All good projects take me about 10 years to actually uh, act Earth. upon. Retreats, podcasts, all that kind of good stuff takes me a long time. So, yeah, I think I started thinking about going grey maybe just before, maybe when I was about 28. Uh, so that's 12 years ago. But at 28, it, you know, it wasn't even, I think it was partly about what I thought about it. But I got so much resistance from other people about going grey. You know, everyone was like in my 30s, oh, you're too young, you can't be grey at 30, you'll look old. And now that I'm 40, it, it, it 40 felt like the respectable cutoff point where I could go grey and it wouldn't really matter that much. But, uh, yeah, interestingly, now that I'm doing it, nobody really says much about it. Some people are like, oh, Really? Uh, but I think most people, 
It's like when you have a child and you don't share the name of the child until after it's born because then people can't really do much about it. <laughs> no you know, one tells you that's a terrible go, name. <laughs> yeah. But if you tell them before, they're like, oh, really? That name? Yeah. So it's kind of like that. <laughs> I'm going to put this out there just because I'm playing devil's advocate, right? You know, when you get a bad, a bad, a bad, a bad, we were talking to a Kiwi before and I've kind of just, I've hung on to his <laughs> accent a little bit. You know, when you've got a, a bad haircut, people don't say much. Or if your baby's ugly, they say nice clothes. Um, they don't usually say, uh, oh, your baby's cute. Um, or um, if if you're putting on weight, people don't go, geez, you're putting on weight. But when you've lost weight, they go, wow, you look great. You look great. Yeah. Yes. So do you think that maybe they're not saying anything because, you know, doesn't look good? I'll just put it out there, Carly. What, Possibly. What do you think? What do you think? And how does that make you feel? Well, possibly, but you know what? Uh, I know I can't swear on this podcast, so I'll say I don't really care that much. You can say F-bomb. You can say you don't give an F-bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I give yeah, zero right. F-bombs. Well, that's um, great. That's great. Yeah. How many F-bombs do I give? So, what's that? How many F-bombs do I give? Oh, it's, yeah. it's a good thing, yeah. Zero. zero. And I think it's because I've spent 12 years considering it, and now that I've taken that action, it's like – it's it's freeing for me. So it doesn't really – and I'm really uh, – what would the word be? I guess congruent in my decision. Like I feel really good about it. Um, and so it doesn't really matter so much what other people are going to think about it because I think – I feel really good about it. And um, based on what I see, I mean, obviously, you're a friend, so I see you in real life and then I also see you on Instagram and the rest and you're very – honest and you are at Carlosophies on Instagram and same name as the podcast on iTunes but you are very um, happy to show people the roots growing out. It's not like you're doing this um, hiding behind you know, a door for a year whilst it all happens. You're actually pretty much giving people update reports um, of the of your process of going grey. I suppose you've said that it's all very congruent and you own it and the rest but Look, I'm married to a female, I've got two sisters, I have a daughter, um, I kind of generally have, have grown up, I, and I say this with all the love in the world, women are so good at changing their minds. Do you ever wake up and go, I want to throw in the towel and just go to the hairdresser or are you past that point? No, I thought I would and maybe it'll come because it's getting to, at first it was just like you couldn't really notice it all that much. And now it's getting to the point where I'm wearing it up a lot because it kind of looks a bit weird when it's just out and down. Uh, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I just want to cut it all off or, or yeah, wear a towel or a bag over my head. I haven't got quite to that point yet. Uh, but it may come. I don't know. But, you know, my whole thing is my 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 Instagram account, well, everything that I do is about just coming back to who you are. And for me, I am a 40-year-old woman who is grey. So for me to hide that from the world seems pointless. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like we're, we're living in this society that is so obsessed with females looking like 12-year-old girls. And, <laughs> and I'm not a 12-year-old girl. I'm a 40-year-old woman. Mm. So why not... Why not just embrace that? Why not age as ungracefully as we can? Why not own just all of who we are? And my whole message is giving people permission to be them. So in order for me to really do that, I want to be all of who I am. And you at the be time, 
Yeah. And at the time, the red was authentic. You know, it wasn't that I was hiding away. Like, we can have whatever colour hair we want, but that's the whole point. It's whatever we want. I wanted red hair at that time. I wanted brown hair before that. But that was, like, it just felt to me like there was a lot of pressure for me to... Um, to look a certain way and to continually look younger as I age. And I just think that's a bit of crap, really. So I'm going to allow myself to age and be proud that I'm growing because uh, aging, because as I'm aging, I'm getting wiser, I'm getting more and more wisdom. And, and I feel like as a society, we don't value this age, you know, where we, when women kind of reach menopausal age, not that I'm quite there yet, but when we do, we disappear. And there's not a lot of, um, you know, we're, it's kind of like middle-aged women become invisible. And I want to be very visible as I'm aging and be all of who I am as I'm doing that not be ashamed of my wrinkles, not be ashamed of my, you know, I've spent my whole life feeling body shame. And now that I'm 40, I want to feel like I I just want to love myself for all that I am. And I want other women to be able to do the same. So it is about me being me, but it's also about me doing this and sharing it so openly because I want to give women permission to do the same thing. It's like if they've got gray hair, and they and secretly they want to be grey, but they're worried about what all their friends and family are going to think about them and how they're going to people are going to feel like they they look too old and blah 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 blah. You know, I just want to give them permission to 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 dump the dye, and or dump the whatever, dump the Botox, dump the lip fillings, dump the dump the body hate. You know, dump the what what I used to do two hours at a gym trying to maintain a body that was not really. You know, it just wasn't healthy. So, um, yeah, so for me it's about just allowing other people to be all of who they are um, and give, you know, less Fs, F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a really strong, powerful message and uh, it's one that might start a revolution um, like burning the bras did back in the 70s. So, you know, it's, it's kind of – it's a great – thing and crusade that you're on there Carly it's a really challenging time I suppose for both men and women as poster boys and poster girls have popped up and they're you know on magazines on television um you know I've I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of that uh, that aging thing where you kind of feel a bit insignificant in that, uh, you know, it's very difficult for a man who's going bald to get television gigs unless you're already on television and you're getting bald, if you know what I mean. So yeah. um, I, I've experienced that. Marcus knows that I've experienced that. It's been uh, a very interesting journey uh, to experience that. But um, I know where you're going with that, but we've kind of got to shift culture like we've got to shift and we're in the western world right so we're influenced by other western countries and we look at crazy people um who are getting their boobs out getting their bums out getting bum fillers getting botox getting facelifts getting you know know, extensions upon extensions you know all these things and then plastering it all over the media as if it's just something you can just do but like going down buying milk from the shop um, they make it seem so easy and and just an, another addition. How do you think we're going to change this culture? Is it one by one? Is it, you know, mass media? Where, I mean, obviously you're starting, but it seems like a, a momentous climb here. Yeah, it does. But I, if I look back at history, um, just my own short 40 years on the planet, what I see is these um, cycles So it goes from, you know, uh, say free love, 
kind of stuff in the 70s, 60s, 70s to like excess in the 80s, you know, the shoulder pads. Um, I remember when I worked in sales, the guys who were salesmen in the 80s used to talk about rocking up at limo with limos and, you know, everything was big, 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 big. And then we went through a, a financial crash and, and then came grunge, which was a scene that I was really in in my teenage years, you know, shying away from shoulder pads and girls looking more like boys than they did like girls. I remember my dad offered me to buy me a new wardrobe if I started wearing pants that were actually not for boys. <laughs> so, you know, and, and then we've gone, so we went from that, you know, dirty kind of grungy look to then going back right up to this huge excessive, um, you know, yeah, going all Manicuring. out. Un- yeah, yeah. And almost like it almost harks back to the days when women were wearing corsets. Like I see some of those crazy hip shaping things that people wear and it's like that cannot be good for your gut health like you're worried about the food you're putting in your body what about that you know that crazy the colon yeah. you squeezed every bit of life out of. <laughs> exactly yeah. so i feel like i feel like the natural curve will take us back to this more natural way of living and we're seeing it you know we're seeing a call to more minimalism in the way that we're living it's a really kind of hot topic at the moment and coming back to food that is real and um, and I feel like this will be the next evolution, embracing, you know, naturally who we are rather than trying to, uh, yeah, force us into a, a body and a, like, it, it just freaks me out, forcing yourself into a body that isn't yours. Um, and I understand that people make decisions for their own reasons and, and, but I do feel like it has a lot to do with the fact that we've been made to feel, particularly as women, there's been a lot of pressure on us to look a certain way. And now it's taken to the extreme. We're trying to be a living, walking Barbie doll and Barbie never aged. Yep. Uh, but humans do. Yep. And we're not plastic. Yep. So um, I do feel there'll be a, nat- an, a natural shift there because it's just kind of what history shows me anyway. Yeah, and as you said, you're embracing your age now rather than, than being scared of, you know, as we often say on this podcast, you know, there's plenty of 20-year-olds that are scared of turning 30, you know, 30-year-olds that can't stand the idea of turning 40, 40-year-olds 40 that are very concerned about turning 50 and what that means and, and so on and so forth. And so I think, you know, your wisdom there in actually just saying you're appreciating and, and acknowledging where you are now and making the most of the natural process that um, you're experiencing. Now, Carly, uh, you and I are partnering up with one, one of 100 Not Out's favourite guests, Bronnie Ware, um, and your good friend and mine, Shara Carruthers, coming up in Byron Bay later on this year in early March, Saturday, March 3. This event is called One Day in Byron Bay, a day of courage, clarity, connection and choice our listeners can find out all the details at one day in byron bay.com there'll also be a link in the show notes that's one day in byron bay.com now i'm on clarity Bronnie Ware, top five regrets of the dying author is on courage uh shara carruthers is on connection and you as most people could gather from this interview so far uh will be speaking about choice um can you give people just a sneak preview of what you'll be sharing on saturday march 3 in byron bay well, I haven't written my speech yet, <laughs> but it, it'll be, you know, it'll be about this. It'll be about like, I'm not saying, I'm in no way saying that there's, I guess it sounds like I am saying there's something wrong with us, you know, manipulating our bodies to look younger when when we should be or should, when we could be embracing who we are. Uh, but it is a personal choice. My whole thing is that w- it, where it comes down to where your choice is informed from and us 
us trying to fit into molds that we don't belong in belong in uh it's uncomfortable and it you know it, it's it's not necessarily what our souls asking us for so all i guess my whole message is around that choice you get to choose but don't choose based on what you're being sold by society you know choose based on what your your soul's calling you to do my soul's calling me to go gray um you know what is your soul calling you to do so i feel like that's really um what i'll be that that that'll be the gist the underlying theme of what i'll be talking about just connecting to you and and making choices based on who you really are Mm. Not so who you, you think are, you should be. You are a courageous soul, Carly Nemo, and uh, we can't thank you enough for sharing uh, your story, your crusade, your uh, ditch the die, hashtag ditch the die. I like that. <laughs> I know. Um, that's a good one. I think I'm going to hashtag that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, we can't thank you enough. Now, I just want you to mention, I've mentioned it here, uh, Instagram at Carlosophies. The podcast is Carlosophies and also Keeping Good Company. Uh, find that on your podcast app. Is there any other links hashtags, websites we should be telling people about before we wrap this up? That's pretty much where I live. I live in your podcast app of choice I and I live on Instagram. I'm not huge on Facebook. Uh, I do have a group shop speak up um, there, but, yeah, but the best places to find me really are the podcast and on Instagram. Good work. Carly Nimmo, thank you so much for joining us. And as we like to wish all of our guests, may the rest of your life, Carly Nimmo, continue to be the best of your life. He's hoping. Yeah, absolutely. Damo, thank you so much for your wisdom as always. For more info on the great man, go to damienchristoph.com. For myself, marcuspierce.com.au. It's been a wonderful edition of 100 Not Out. We'd like to uh, say a big thank you to the people that make this podcast possible, to our editor, Joseph Tomo. Thank you so much, Joseph, to Rosie Garner, who does all the social media for The Wellness Couch. Thank you for your input. To our loyal listeners, we thank you so much to continue on this adventure. Head on over to thewellnesscouch.com. Check out the entire range of podcasts available, including the 250-odd episodes in the 100 Not Out archives. To catch up more with Damo, uh, listen to the number one show, The Wellness wellness guys for myself uh, listen to your exceptional life and as always until next week continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.